Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Hopefully you're enjoying your day and welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den. I'm so glad that you're here. This is going to be an outstanding show. We got a brother on named uh, Kent Osborne, and he is going to give his thoughts and his experiences and why you should remove excuses. And you know how it is when we're in The Lion's Den. We talk about that all the time right those excuses everybody everybody have them like opinions you feel me but what do you do when you go through something and then you recover and then you go through something else and then you continue to recover something is building inside of you so that's what we're going to talk about but you already know what we do and why we do it we have to give a special special shout out to our sponsors so if you can please 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 Look at your screen if you're there. And if you're listening to us live anywhere else and you can't see it, check out Upper Souls. Upper Souls on Instagram. This young man has his own, his own online shoe store. So check him out. He got those retro kicks and they are so official. All right. And great prices. So make sure you go to Instagram forward slash Upper Soul. That's U-P-P-E-R-S-O-L-E-Z. All right. So step into 2021, right? In style, because this year is a mess. Next, if you have any questions with how to get your credit right, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to give Miss Tracy Brown a call. She can help educate you on financial literacy and just find out what you need to do to get on the right track. Her number is 618-560-3600. Eight, seven. One more time, that's 618-560-3687. All right, give her a call and tell her the lion's den sent you there. Right on. So, and again, shout out to everybody that's watching live. You know, let us know where you're tuning in to. And we're going to go around and introduce our uh, co-host, Will. What's going on, brother? What's going on? What's going on, man? I missed this setting, bro. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You've been you've been out for a minute. You've been out for a minute. Yeah, man. Got to have surgery, man. Life kick you, but hey, when it kick you, it shows you how resilient you can be. But it also teaches you to value what's in front of you right now and to keep trucking forward, right? Absolutely. But what's going on, Dan? Hey, I'm looking forward to hearing this brother's story, man. The resilience is impeccable, but the outcome is the most brightest thing about his story that I would love to see the reaction from my audience tonight. So looking forward to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then also, too, shout out to the rest of the Dan. We got Larry. He oversees getting it in. We got Foots. He's online right now. He's, He's helping us out on the back end. And then Herm, he had to take a day. So listen, life happens. You feel me? Life happens, and it's supposed to happen. You feel me? Because if not, then what, what are you made of? Right on? So shout out to them and make sure that they're they're in good spirits and our thoughts are with them. So this brother here, man, 
Mr. Kent. So, ladies and gentlemen, this brother is, uh, he has his own trucking company. He's a youth motivational speaker. Um, he's a rapper, and he also does short films. He's going to be doing a short film here pretty soon, and also has his own nonprofit organization. So, I'm going to see, find out sometime within this show if he's half Jamaican. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up. All right. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Uh, man, I'm blessed. How you doing? Man, slow motion, man. Trying to be like you. How you find the time to get it in? <laughs> oh, man, just a lot of energy. And you're right. How do I find the time to do it, man? You know, God is good. Just got a lot of energy and, you know, just passionate about what I believe in and just can't stop. You know, right I, God gave me an opportunity to do what I love to do and gave me a second chance at life. You know, after going through what I've, I've, I've been through, man, I'm just seizing the moment, you know, working hard, grinding. Yes, yes. So so listen, tell us a little bit of what you went through, if you don't mind. Oh, man. I mean, it started started young when, you know, uh, when I was five years old, losing my dad at five and, and my mom at nine and, you know, having to go live with my aunt until I was 14 years old. And me and my aunt couldn't get alone and running away from my aunt and getting out into the streets and hanging around the wrong crowd. And you already know how it is, man. The people you hang around plays a major important part in your life. If you hang out with losers, you're going to become a loser. You hang out with winners, you're going to become a winner. And I just found myself hanging out with all these losers, and I became a loser. I was robbing. I was stealing. I was snatching purses. I was doing doing coke. I dropped out of high school, and I was in and out of jail my youth for years. And I went to prison twice. The first time I went, I went when I was 19. Um, the second time I went, I went when I in, in 2000, 2007, and that's that's when I changed my life and gave my life to Christ, and, and here I am now. That's dope. That's dope, brother. That's dope, man. And so I commend you on that and also your transparency, because there's a lot of individuals that are in situations and they're trying to get out of it, but they don't really want to talk about it. And I believe it may be pride, it may be ego, but by sharing your experiences, you can ultimately help someone overcome and break through. So man, kudos to you, you know, for Thank that. You. Big Will, what questions you got? I say, I want to start off by you speaking to you losing both your mom and your father at such a young age. Yes. What did that do to you mentally at such a young age? And what advice can you offer for other young men and women that fathers may still be alive but not present in their life to propel them in the right direction? Man, trying to be oh, like... man, it, it, it kind of messed me up in a, in a big way because I didn't have that support. I didn't have that, that motherly love and that, that fatherly love. Even living with my aunt, she didn't give me the love and affection that my mom and my dad gave me. So we had, we had problems with that. Even when I played football, when I was staying with my aunt, she did put me in football, but she never showed up. You know, her, her husband, he was he was present, but he was more the, the quiet one, you know, and she was more the outspoken. Like the women in my family, they're more outspoken than the men. So he was just more laid back and, you know, they never supported me on anything. So I didn't have that. I didn't have that bond. And like I tell people all the time, uh, a, a child don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. So they wasn't showing me that they, they cared. So I didn't really care how much they know. I didn't really, really want to listen because, you know, it was, it was a lot of um, physical, physical abuse, um, things that she used to say. And um, I believe if my mom was here, 
if she was still alive today and my dad was still alive today, I wouldn't have went through what I went through. I wouldn't have hooked up with the wrong crowd because that would have been my mentor. Both of them would have been my mentors and they would have directed me in the right place and told me who I needed to hang around and who I didn't need to hang around. Like I always tell people, you are the sum total of the first five people you hang around. So you should always want to know who are your kids hanging out with, what kind of people they hanging out with. Because if you can find out who the, the kind of people that they hanging out with, you can really tell which direction they going in. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's dope. That's dope. You're, you're making a lot of lot of sense. And hopefully individuals are getting this. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this live, do us a favor and share this, right? Share, share, share. It only takes two seconds to do it, right? Share it. So special shout out to everybody that's watching it. I see live. Hey, James, how you feeling? Miss Erica, how are you? Miss Tracy Brown, yes, ma'am. How are you? Camille, good morning. Not good morning. Good afternoon. You see, I hardly sleep, right? Crystal, what's going on? And everyone else that's watching. AG, what's going on? Miss Harris, how are you? You know, we all have breaking points, brother. Um, and we 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 go through things in life. And what would you say was the pivotal point in your life when you was going in and out, in and out, in and out? What was it that clicked inside that said, you know what? This ain't it. This isn't for me. What what was that? Oh man. It was the second time when I was locked up in prison in 2007. And I couldn't believe that I was back in prison again because here I am, I'm just getting done, coming off the street, performing, you know, with major artists. I used to open up for Lil Wayne. I was opening up for Juvenile. I was doing songs with Pastor Troy, songs with Phil Mall, And I was selling my music all out my trunk. But I was still selling drugs at the same time. But what I was doing was taking that drug money and investing it back into the music game, trying to trying to make it up out the dope game. Like I had seen so many rappers um, do before me, like Master P, and how I seen Baby and Slim from the Hot Boys, how they took their money and put it into the music game and made it out. And that's what I was trying to do. So I was trying to do wrong and I was trying to do right. But when I got busted and I ended back up in prison in 2007, I'm sitting there like sitting in there like, man, I can't believe this. Here I am, a, a, a rap artist that's you know, perform with these major artists that's traveling, you know, all over the Southeast, selling my music out my trunk, and I'm sitting back in prison again. And I remember talking to this guy that was in, and I was telling the guy everything that I was doing when I was out, you know, I was performing with these artists and doing music. And I remember sitting there talking to this guy, and this guy telling me, Ken, listen, he said, bro, if you want to be successful, he said, you need to give your life to God. He said, I'm telling you, bro, everything that you want out of life, it can happen for you, bro. You just got to give your life to God. He said, man, come to church with me. See, they had church like seven days a week in prison. He said, all you got to do is come to church with me. He said, I'm telling you. So basically what that guy was telling me was Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all things should be added unto you. So that's what he was telling me when he was saying, man, if you give it to God, anything that you want out of life, it can happen for you. Because I was out there, man, just leaning on my own understanding. And like in Proverbs 3, Five through six says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. And see, I was leaning on my understanding, my own understanding. I was leaning on my friend's understanding. I was leaning on the understanding what the rappers was telling me on TV, how to, to ride with that fire and, and pop pills and, and sell drugs and all that kind of stuff right there. And it kept landing me behind bars and landing my friends there for leaning on my own understanding. So when I got locked up in 2007, that was my wake-up call and my, and my breaking point. Mm. 
All right. Right on, man. Congratulations. Seriously, seriously. That's dope. What you got, Will? Brother, I think the biggest thing I took away from that story was the importance of a mentor and the influence that they can have on your direction. But at the same time, I think he walked you into that, that realm of self-accountability mm. versus dependency because no one's going to do it for us. That's right. So as you've been a motivational speaker, what are some things that you do to connect with youth before they get to that jail cell? Because that's the struggle right now is mm-hmm. what can we do to reach kids before they get to that point? So what what's some of, what are some of your angles that you come with to connect with kids? Well, a lot of the things I'm doing right now, um, especially called the coronavirus. So before before the coronavirus hit, we would go to like detention centers, we would go to the prison, we would go to the programs, and my my wife and I, she she speaks too. You know, I got her into it, so she speaks. So we would go there and and speak to the kids and share our life story, what we've been through, and um, to keep the kids from going through the same things that we have been through. And I talked to them about God, you know, how God delivered me. I remember right before the coronavirus, we went to this detention center and it had to be like 40 or 50 youth off in that detention center. And after we got done speaking to them, them kids and I got done telling them my story and telling them how God had brought me out and delivered me from what I went through. And I asked them how many of them were saved. And like out of, out of 40 or 50 of them, hardly, hardly any of them raised their hand. But when I asked them how many want to be saved and get a life for Christ, almost all of them stood up and gave their life to Christ that day. That's dope. I'm here, I'm here my story and talking to them. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Well, listen, I want to ask you something too. And also uh, audience, if you have any questions, make sure you chime in or you can call and the number has been pinned. Okay. The number is 618-792-6745. All right. So make sure you give us a call if you have questions or anything, any type of uh, comment that you want to that you want to add. OK, but hey, brother. So my question is for you. And, and, and it seems as though the you, you connect with the with the individuals or the youth, you know, through church and Bible based messages. What how do you connect to those individuals that may not be? you know, Christians, or they may not subscribe to that, you know, that thought process, but they still need help, right? Is it conditional? Like, how do you care for the individual based off of what they believe or don't? You get what I'm saying? How do you convey that message? Well, at at the end of the day, it's all, it's all principles. You know what I'm saying? I just teach them principles of of life. Like, um, you, you don't have to incorporate God in it. I don't have to incorporate God in it for someone to be successful. It's all the principles, you know, you know, work hard. Like what I was going through in my story when I got out and was looking for a job after getting out of after getting out of out of work release and looking for a job, you know, I did I didn't give up. You know, it was people turning me down saying, Oh, you got felonies. We can't hire you because you got felonies. I filled out a hundred and something applications, still sending them in, even though they were turning me down, I still filled out a hundred and something applications. That was all kind of oppositions and adversity along the way but like i tell anybody man looking for don't give up like if i was able to to do it you can do it so i was able to get a job after filling out a hundred and something applications i didn't just let them tell me oh we can't hire you so since we can't hire you you know we're gonna push you back to the street and go out and do the um, same thing you was doing no 
I believe that I can do it, and I went out there. And I'm telling you, man, if you, you go out there, you never give up, you never quit, you can accomplish anything in life that you want. But first, you got to have a plan. You got to know what you want. A lot of people go through life drifting alone, not knowing. You know what I'm saying? So they're making so many accidents because they don't even know what they want out of life. The first thing you got to do is figure out what is it that you want. Once you figure out what you want, you go out there with all your might, all your audacity. And I'm telling you, man, you can accomplish anything in life that you want. And listen, you don't have to be a, a, a religious person. You don't have to be a Christian to, to do these things. And once you get that job, like I tell anybody, I don't care. You got to take whatever job it is that comes available. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. You, you can't be a job snob. Right. Yeah, there you right. go. Yeah, you can't be a job snob. Cause really, at the end of the day, you messed up. You mm-hmm. messed your life up. You went out there, committed crime. Now you got felonies and stuff like that. You made it hard for yourself. So if, uh, uh, if you can't get the, the dream job that you want, you got to do what you got to do. If it's busting suds, we're, um, flipping hamburgers, french fries, whatever it is, and you, you do that job. And guess what? You want to make sure that you give it 120% at whatever job it is that you do, that you do your best. Yeah, right. Because this is the thing about it. Because when you work in that job and somebody see that you're giving it 110%, when it's time to move somebody up to that next level to a supervisor or a manager, guess what they're going to be looking at? They're going to be looking at you. Right. But if you out there giving it 60 and 70%, like you don't even want to be there, when it's time to lay somebody off, guess who they're going to lay off? They're looking they, at you. <laughs> right. they looking at you. Yeah, absolutely. Because you ain't, you ain't doing what you got to do. So these, these principles that you can take, you don't have to be saved. You don't have to be religious. You just got to follow the principles and do what you got to do, and you still can become successful. Love it. Love it. And you're absolutely right, brother. And so shout out to you and also uh, to the parents out there, right, that don't know how to have those conversations with your child right now. And I know that these times are hard with the COVID and the distance learning and all of that. But it still applies. Principle, yep. hard work still applies. So before we go into the next question, I want to make sure we give another shout out to our sponsors, right? Kevlar's Grill. Y'all already know what it is. Look, brother, whenever you come up here, if you have a chance, come on up, uh, come up here and we can uh, get it in with Kevlar's Grill, man. So what it is, is a um, it's a restaurant inside the VFW. All right. The VFW outside the back gate of the Scott Air Force Base uh, gate, right? Inside the VFW, but they have the great, great chicken, fish, and, and ribs, you name it. And they do military discount, and they have Grubhub, right? So 25-mile radius, they can come to you. Kevlar's Grill, give them a call because I know you hungry. Tell them the Lions Den sent you the number, 618-416-5700. All right, make sure you give them a call. Next if you are looking for a home in the San Antonio area or you're trying to get rid of your crib in the San Antonio area, make sure you holler at Miss Monique Slater. She's a realtor and she's also a retired Air Force vet, 28 years Chief Master Sergeant. So I like to deal with individuals that I can trust, and I'm sure you do too. So her and her team has got the whole home buying system down to a science they can help you get a home in six hours all right so highly suggested give her a call her number is 210-237-7268 one more time that's 210-237-7268 give her a call what you got will brother 
I want to get in a little bit about your rap career because you, you're inspiring a lot of young cats that may be listening. Mm-hmm. But I want you to put them on game with something because when I go talk to some youth, that's the only aspiration they have is to be a rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not for lightening your dream or diminishing yeah. what you want to do, but trying to put that realism on top of the success rate for yeah. being a rapper. What is it that you can provide to a young man or a young lady? Because a lot of young girls out here trying to get it in too, as it relates to how to balance your wants and not to put all your eggs in one basket. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm answer that question. I'm gonna answer that question um, in a, a few seconds. Another thing I wanted to, to jump on top of what was because you I know you mentioned something about the about the youth earlier, you know, and, and um, when we were saying how when you were asking how can you talk to talk to the youth um, if they don't believe in, if they don't believe in God, right, right. And I was telling you that you know it's principles. So another thing I would say to the youth, as far as with the youth. Is is you know the principle is um, the people you hang around plays a major important part in your life, right? And I know I said that earlier. If you hang out with losers, you're gonna become a loser. If you hang out with winners, you're gonna become a winner. So you want to get around people that are winning in life. You want to get around people that 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 that's going to college, going to school. You know that 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 want something out of life. And like I said, these are principles that anybody can follow. You don't have to be a Christian. Um, you don't have to be spiritual. If you can just remember that that one principle right there, the people you hang around plays a major important part in your life. You hang out with losers, you're going to become a loser. Hang out with winners, you're going to become a winner. You know, and, and, and make sure you, you finish school. School is important. Education is important. Knowledge is power. So make sure you get you get in school and finish school. So these are principles. So what, okay, so to, indr- to address about the, the, the music thing, and I always tell kids like this, everybody can't be uh, a, a rapper. Thank you. Nor football. Right? Yeah, Listen, <laughs> or anything. You can't be yeah. what you like to see. You right? That's right. Oh, That's yeah. right. Go That's ahead. right. So so everybody can't be everybody can't be a rapper. Everybody can't be an athlete, right? But guess what? Everybody can be. Anybody can be an entrepreneur. Yep. Why not why not own a football team? See? See, we, we don't have those conversations. See, we have conversations in school as to how to be a great worker, but not a great business owner. Right. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how to get the right job to make money, but we don't talk about how to to have the money work for you. There you you know what I'm saying? So the conversations yeah. need to shift. So, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Damn. Well, look, man, hey, you got a couple of questions, too, on live. So shout out to Miss uh, Erica. She says she commend you for being transparent. What other things would you like to accomplish? So, again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this or not. Like I said, I ain't asked you yet, but you can let me know if you are Jamaican or not. But he has a book. He has a trucking company. He's a motivational speaker and has a nonprofit uh, organization. He's a rapper and he makes short films. So this is our own personal masterpiece on this show. So look, brother, what else <laughs> is it? What else is it that you want to accomplish? Um, well, definitely I want to, I want to get into acting, you know, acting is something, um, that I want to accomplish a major goal that I want to accomplish at the end. Um, like I said, I got a trucking company, you no know, building my fleet. I, I got one, I got a trucking company, but I always have one truck. And the reason being I always only have one truck is because Starting a trucking company was never part of my plan from the get-go. When I was in prison, the guy told me, Kent, you want to be successful in the music? 
You need to give your life to God, right? So I, I gave my life to God because I wanted to be successful in music, and I started doing Christian rap. But I had to figure out how to get there. Like, all right, you you want to be a, you want to be a Christian rapper? You want to be the top Christian rapper? How how are you gonna get there? All right, so I know it costs money for flyers. I know it costs money for um, promoters. I know it costs money to get in the studio. You know, I know it costs all this money to make the make the dream happen. So I'm gonna need a job, and I'm gonna need a job that that pays some big money, like the money I was making when I was in the street. Not no McDonald's job, but yeah. no little job like that. I ain't gonna be able to run the record right. label. Right. That's that's how I got into trucking. I, somebody was telling me about trucking. I said, oh, okay, so I can make money in trucking, and then I can take that money and invest into See? into my goals, brother. So listen, hold on, and I hate to cut you off, but it, it's so simple. If you can incorporate within this story how the same the game street game is the same. Mm-hmm. In you know running the business, what's the, oh, it's yeah. no big difference. There's no, no difference. big difference at all. That's what I use. I use I use the street game from when I was in the street to run my business. Now it's the, it's the same thing. Even even with the trucking, how we talking about trucking? I want to now that I've accomplished everything I've accomplished. Now I'm like, man, I want to grow my trucking company. So I don't have to because I'm still driving the truck too. I'm on operator, so I'm still driving the truck. So I'm like, okay, I got all this stuff going. Now I need to get off the truck. Now I need to start um, taking my, my my trucking money, not spending it on, on on my books, my motivational speaking, my music and stuff that I was spending on, but not taking that money and investing it and buying more trucks. And it's just it's just like it's just like the street game. When we bought product, we might buy the product for eight hundred dollars. We flip that eight hundred, make sixteen, and we it. buy we buy two. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Then we buy three. Then we buy four. You right. know what I'm saying? And then the credit the credit is the same thing. The man on the street he gonna credit you what you want. You know what I'm saying? As long as you, as long as you pay him back his money, it's the same thing with creditors out here. As long as you pay them back their money, they're gonna give you what you want. That's it. Look, hold on, check it out, bro. And this is the deal. That's why school is important. You understand? Because oh, yeah. if you don't know the basics of math, you can get played right in your face. You get what I'm <laughs> yes. saying? So yes. whatever it is that you need to learn how to count, do that. But the system doesn't change the system yes. does not change hold on brother listen we got one more question i'm gonna get what you will so another question says uh this is from miss lily wilson she says it seems like some who are released never fully adjust to being on the outside is there mm. more that sounds uh oh, i'm sorry she says and more that should be done on the inside to prepare them or is it just the individual's own uh, issue that prevents them from advancing? That's a great question. Because look, bro, you got some folks that get out and they don't know how to let that shit go. You know what right, I'm right. saying? Like they can't, right, right. they can't disconnect, right? right? So what do you think being in? Like, what do you think the issue is and how it should be changed? Or is it the is it the individual or the system? I think it's it's the individual because. Why I always tell people you start while you went up. Why you went there, that's where you started. You start getting around the right people. You you start you, you start changing your mindset. It's all about the mindset. And that's why I say from prison to power. That's why you see me, I represent prison to power. The prison starts in the mind. God allows us to have the power over our lives. So the prison is in the mind. So people got to change their mindset. And it starts while you end up getting around the right people reading the right books, changing that mindset. And even when, in, in, if you go to work release, like I went to work release. So they gave me an opportunity to, to get a job. I was working in, in, in DOC, right? Uh, work release part of prison. They give you a job to where you able to go to work on the outside. You work seven days a week, five days a week, however long you want to work that week, you go out and work 
And then when you come home from, when you come, get off work, you got to go back to the center. So what did it do? It allows you to make money and save your money. DOC get half of that money too that you're making, you know, because you're living with them and they they taking care of you. So they get some of that money too. But if you there, if you there for a good while, you can save up a lot of money. So you'll be ready to, you know, get out and, and invest into your business if you want to or do what you got to do. So a lot of, I believe it's, it's the mindset of the individual. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. What you got, Will? So you mentioned your walk with God and giving your life to God. Yes. How do you re-energize yourself? Because as Scooby alluded to, but it sounds like a Jamaican. It's all in your blood, right? How do you <laughs> get yourself recharged to get up and keep doing it, to keep growing, to keep wanting to elevate to the next level? Where do you pull the energy from? But most importantly, how do you put that into somebody else? Yeah, well, you know, I, I know where I came from. And I know I ain't got too many, you know, too many chances. People ain't going to give me too many chances because the things that I've been through. So like I said, you know, I, I, I get up, I make sure I, you know, I talk to God, I, I, I pray, you know, and I just try to remember remember the, the, the scriptures in the Bible because it was the scriptures in the Bible that changed my life. I ain't going to even lie. For me, that's what it was, reading that Bible and learning what God requires. And I start doing what the, the scriptures were saying, and that's how my life began to change. So it's really just staying connected with, connected with God and, you know, getting around the right people. So that's how, that's how I stay connected and stay on the right track. Mm, yo, that's that's very important, man. It's very important. And I know you said it over um over and over again, but it's the individuals that you hang around with. That's no matter what. Oh, yeah. You know, either in or out. And because that, that makes some sense, man. I never really thought about that as far as you you continue or you start when you come in and how you want to leave there. So that makes a lot and you know of what? sense. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this too because you, you you're touching a good point. I forgot to mention this, but yeah, how we talking about getting around the right people, getting around the right mentors. When I got out, I got around a, a friend of mine. Shout out to Mervin Thompson. I got around him. He had his own trucking company, right? And a friend, a friend um, that was dating my cousin, he connected me with with this guy. And I used to see this guy all the time with his family. He used to be with his 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 kids at the football games. His, with, with his girls at their chilling practice. I'm like, dang, this man a truck driver. This when I was just driving trucks. I said, this man a truck driver, but how is he able to get all this time and free time with his family like that? And that's when he introduced me to getting my own authority. That's the difference. Get, when you got your own authority, that's starting your own trucking company. Because I was driving a truck, and they wanted to keep me out two and three weeks at a time when you're working for a company. So now by me driving two or three weeks at a time, I never had no time to really be able to go to the studio. I really never had no time to be able to do interviews because I'm always on the truck. So I had to figure something out, like, how can I get this? How, how can I get like him? He got a truck. He he drives trucks, but he got a lot of free time. And that's when he introduced me to the, the, the getting your own authority and starting your own trucking company. He said, bro, listen, if you, if you get your own company, man, you can do what you want to do. So when I got into it, what I started doing was, I would get on, we got load boards when we run in our trucking company and you, you can put in the city, wherever city you in. Like if I'm in Atlanta, I'll put in the load board that I'm in Atlanta and just say, I want to go down to Florida where I'm from. I would put in Florida and I'll put in Miami as the destination. So all the loads comes up from that's going from Florida to Miami and it's going to have the price that they paying on each load. You know, like right now you get a good load going down to Florida from, from Atlanta for $2,000. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to have a load on us. So what I was doing, wherever I had an engagement at, wherever they wanted me to, to, to perform at, 
I would book a load going to that city. Like, so I kill two birds at one stone. I book a load, say, say if they wanted me in Miami, I book a load for $2,000 going to Miami. I get there, park my truck at the truck stop. I would call Enterprise. Enterprise would come pick me up. I get in the car. I rent the car from Enterprise and go do my engagement. Once I'm done with my engagement, I go back to Enterprise, drop the car off, and tell them to drop me back off to my truck. I get back to my truck. Now I'm on the load board um, looking for a load to go somewhere to finish working to my next engagement. So getting around the right mentors is very important, and that's that's really big key for me. I ain't going to even lie. Getting around the right people, getting around the right mentors to help take me to that next level. Yo, that's dope. That's dope. I love it. I love it, man. Having that authority. And I believe, and ultimately, it's it's freedom. You see what I'm saying? How do you have, how do you create the freedom so you have to change the way you think? Because you can work yourself into an early grave. And people always ask me, <laughs> well, you know, how do you have time to do this? And Because I make time. You see what I'm yeah. saying? If you prioritize the things that you got going on, you make time to do what you want. Because, listen, you right. do it anyway, right? You yeah. can make time yeah. on some frivolous things that doesn't do anything for you, right? It, right? it doesn't bring life to yourself or to anybody else. So how about you flip the script? How do that's you right. get more energy or get more freedom to do that? Man, that's awesome, brother. Yep. That's awesome. And, and and it is about having that that shift in conversation in the individuals that you are surrounded by. Because there's individuals out there that don't want to have these conversations because they know it all. What can you mm-hmm. tell a person that knows everything? I can tell a person that knows everything, man. If you know everything, you don't know nothing. There you, know you go. There you go. And they ain't listening <laughs> anyway. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's, it's like trying to pour water into a, a cup with a hole at the bottom of it. Like, <laughs> so what's the <laughs> point? Like, and then yeah. so at the end of the day, you want to think, you thinking to yourself, why am I still pouring into this food? You see what I'm right, saying? Right. And then yeah, yeah. maybe I'm not the one to mentor them. That's you see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you yeah. ever cross that bridge when an individual that you were not connecting to that you had to just say look let me go on somewhere else or someone else should be you know is more suited for that person have you ever done that yeah i had a friend i had a, a family member um, that my my people wanted me to to mentor and yeah i just got out of prison you know and you know i remember sitting there talking to him and know trying to tell him about life and everything i would say he was like oh yeah I know, yeah i know that yeah man yeah i know i know like he knew everything i was tell, trying to tell him he would cut me off and like oh yeah i know that i know this man so i already knew at the same time he knew everything getting out like if you knew everything you wouldn't have been in prison first of all <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm talking about it be them ones right it's yeah, like yeah, why yeah. you so damn smart but you <laughs> so you you got smart in prison you feel what i'm saying but prior to that you you, you just knew every damn thing that's crazy what you got will let's talk about some of the travels where are some places that you've been because you know a lot of people get stuck in that box right they get so comfortable with that hood or that neighborhood but share some of your experiences where they you can show them that it's something else on the other side of that wall you're not just confined to where you grew up um, I mean, you mean as far as like where I've been, as far as with my my music and speaking and different things like that. Just traveling in general, because okay. you know it, it evolves us when we get around different cultures, different right. ways of life. Let, speak to some of that. All right, well, you know, I've, I've been to I've been to DR. You know, I've been to um, Jamaica. I've I've been to um, uh, Bahamas. You know, as far as international, 
I know them three right there, the three countries that I've been to, and you know, I've been all over all over the United States. So them the places I've been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, that's good. So the question is, have you seen that your conversations change? Because so like, for example, I've been in the military, actually getting ready to retire here soon. And so mm-hmm. I do realize that certain conversations I can't have with certain individuals. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not saying I don't want to, but there's a relatability piece that's that's not met. Now, did you see that once you changed your thought process? When you got out of prison, you're like, okay, cool. This is what I'm going to do, right? You had your mindset. Did you realize that your circle changed? And when that happened, how did you how did you feel? And and, and how did that how did that happen to you? Oh yeah, yeah. When I got out, yeah, my my circle definitely changed and um i felt a lot better i felt a lot better um not being around the same kind of people that had me in the trouble i was already in you know and like i, I tell people um if you keep making the same mistakes over and over again they call that insanity you know and it's like bumping your head up against a brick wall you know and you see the blood gushing out your forehead like blood just coming out but you still Started bumping it, bum, bum, bum. Blood started coming out. That's insane, you know. And that's that's what I was doing when I was uh, still around the same people. So when I got from around them people that I was hanging around, I felt good. And you know, everywhere I go, um, it's the same conversation. I have the same conversation. I never have to, you know, change my conversation and, and change my message because at the end of the day, I always tell people I'm a Christian, you know. And it, it was by the grace of God. I got to give God all the glory because if it wasn't for God. I'd be dead or I'd be in prison right now. Mm-hmm. So my conversations stay the same wherever I go, whatever country I go, go to. See, it's, it's all about God delivered me from this. This how this what I went through. I tell them what I went through and how I made it out of what that's, I went through. That's dope. And look, I would like to add too with that whole insanity piece. You can knock your head up against the wall, but inside, if in in your mind, the insanity kicks in when you're expecting a different result. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So here you are yeah. still knocking your head up against the wall, thinking you about to break through by knocking your head up against the wall. <laughs> and now you're saying, well, you know what? Maybe if I turn my head this way and then knock it, maybe I'm going to get no <laughs> fool. Yeah, now that's right. insane because see, you're still yeah, doing yeah. the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah. it takes time and it takes, it takes a, I guess, a um, revelation to, 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 you know, to happen. And we're going to talk about that in one second. My last, last Last sponsor, we got to give a shout out to the Physicians Management Services. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a new skill, okay, if you're looking for a new skill and you're trying to get into the medical field, I highly, 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 uh, highly suggest you to give them a call. And coming up September 1st, you can do this training virtually. All right. And the participants are trained in the following HIPAA compliance Right. And uh, uh, understanding the insurance, verification and coverage, uh, billing, everything, you name it. These tools are transferable to any medical facility. So I highly encourage you to give them a call if you're in a local area or not, because it's virtual. The number is 618-825-8173. One more time. The number is 618-825-8173. Seven three. Give them a call, please, 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 and change your life. All right. Now, going back to the show. Um, 
So, brother, what what is there? Where's what is it that you would like individuals to know? Um, I would like individuals to know that you can do you know anything that you set your mind to if you just figure out what is it that you want. Man, ain't nothing impossible mm-hmm. that you can do it. Just just figure out what is that you want, man. And you go after. You can do anything that you set your mind to. That's what I want them to know. Right. Right, 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 right. And that, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to to think about that. Think about that. And and being in the situation where you have uh, your book, your trucking company, and your nonprofit organization, it shows that you care. As a matter of fact, talk a little bit about your nonprofit organization. All right. So our nonprofit organization, basically what we do, we, 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 um, we, we work with kids to keep them out of prison and keep them... Um, from recidivism, like going back. So that's what our nonprofit does. We teach them, but we're gonna start. We haven't we haven't actually got a building yet, but we feel to get a building and we're gonna start teaching them life skills. Like a lot of times a person get out of out of prison or get out of jail or out of program and you know they can't find a job, they end up going back to what they know how to do. So if it was robbing to make money, if it was stealing to make money, or whatever it was, selling drugs, they go back to that same lifestyle so if we can give them uh show them a different route to take to where you don't have to go back that same route if you go this way right here this is the way you stay free this is the way you 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 be successful and we just we just want to just not only just talk the talk but walk the walk right on so that's what we're doing and what's the name of this organization the name of the organization is called Prison to Power. Okay, Prison to Power. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? We'll make sure we pin that so when uh, individuals know how they can be connected. And is there any opportunities for individuals to help out with that? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, are you looking definitely. for mentors? Are you looking for individuals? Uh, how can they help out? Well, actually, they can go to the website. They can go to the website and everything um, is on there. The website is www prison to power.org is that a number two or just to um it's just a to okay got you mm-hmm. so what what type of individuals do you do you look for to help out like do they have to have been in prison before or you know what what, what type of individuals do you guys uh like to you know connect with the youth no, I don't have to be nobody um, been to prison before because last year, my wife and I, you know, it's, it's the pandemic that's going on right now, really, to where we haven't done it this year yet. But once everything is over, we're going to crank back up. Mm-hmm. But we were doing a Saving Our Youth event, right? And what we were doing was on a tour. We started here in, in Atlanta, Georgia. We went to Augusta, Georgia, and then we went all the way down, um, we went all the way down South Georgia. And what we would do, we would go and speak, and we would have people from the neighborhood um, come out and speak. So it was some of them was police officers, some of them was people that had been through something and got out and started businesses, some of them were school teachers. So we look for individuals like that 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 has a story. And like I said, don't they don't have to be and got into it. It was a, it's one kid that we had speaking with us. He was 15 years old, man, and he hadn't been to prison and everything, but he's smart, man. He's going to college and everything. So he had a lot to say to the youth that was his age that, look, man, you don't have to go through trouble, get into trouble. Look at me. I went through school. I'm smart. I'm getting my education, and you can do it. Right. Oh, wow. That's awesome, brother. So is there any other organizations that you guys partner with or plan on partnering with in the future? 
Yeah, we partnered with an organization called Second Chance Jobs, and they're out of the Charleston, and where they do they they um they help individuals with second chance, like place them with jobs, mm-hmm. you know, get them ready. You know, so going inside the detention center and prisons and telling them, look, if you get your GED, uh, if you take this program right here while you in there, when you get out, we're going to have a job already placed for you. That's but nice. you got to do this while you in there. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the companies that, that we've partnered with. Wow, man. Well, congratulations on on that, man. Congratulations. Yo, yo that's dope. And, and man, I, you know, my heart just swells with pride when there's an individual that is taking the things that they went through and building off of them right and ladies and gentlemen if you're just tuning in or you're interested what we're talking about we're talking about removing excuses removing excuses because we can say all day what happened to us and why we can't do this and that but what happens when you utilize the things that you went through as fuel to help propel you and that's what this brother is doing and has been doing for a while now. So remove those excuses. Hey, Will, what you got, brother? Any final words? Yeah, I can say my hat is off to you, brother, for not making an excuse, but also giving yourself a reason to give back to grow our youth and to pour into them because we get so many people to talk about the youth, how bad they are, how they don't do this and do that, but they don't take the time to make a difference. Because when it boils down to, they just need direction, some love, and some consistency. And it's no better person to me on this earth than another man. Yes. To be able to do that. So, man, I commend you, brother. Anytime you need help, hey, throw the word out there. We, we got a network. We'll see what we can yes. do to get you some support. Yes. But do you guys have any events that you guys do on an annual basis that you guys feel you need support for that we can put out there? Hey, anything that we can do to help, man, but just say, I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, and you got friends over here. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah. that. Most definitely. Most definitely. And also, too, are you guys doing anything virtually? Uh, not at not at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, if you go on my YouTube page, I used to do a prison to power show. Mm-hmm. And I would bring individuals on that had stories that had been through something, but now they are successful. You know what I'm saying? From what they've been through. So I was doing that last year. It's called a prisoner power show. I did like two episodes of it, 12 rounds. I called them rounds, you know, so I did two episodes of it. But at the moment, um, we don't have any any shows going on right now online. Okay. Well, dope. Well, listen, man, I know someone or actually a couple of organizations, but one in particular is named The Village. Right. Mm-hmm. The village is a uh, organization, nonprofit organization in St. Louis, and they have 50 young men man that are um you know school age you know young men that's that can use this you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. and this is right. prior to them going to you know getting in the system you feel right. me okay. so gotcha. which is the sweet spot so want to be yes. able to, yes. to to link you guys up with that and it'll be virtually right so last okay. week i believe it was yeah last week man had a, a great great conversation with these young men man it was awesome mm. man so and then i got an opportunity to give them uh some copies of my book the black collar mindset and okay. all of them got it and we're doing like a books uh, like a series on it right okay. so your book also may be a great addition to that uh organization man so i'll make sure to uh to to, to link you up with them 
All okay, right? appreciate that. No yes, doubt, sir. no doubt. Well, listen, a hey, shout out to everyone that tuned in, um, and and hopefully you received something from this. Hopefully you receive something from this. And it's not about the excuses that uh, that you make for yourself. It's what you do. Right. It's what you do with those uh, with those uh, those situations It's how do you recover? How do you rebound? How do you become resilient? It's the things that happen to you. But it's not necessarily what happens to you. It's what happens for you For you. You feel me? And then when it happens when it happens for you, how do you give it to someone else? Because I'm a strong, strong <laughs> believer in the three th- things happen to you for three reasons. A, to wake you up so that you can witness it. B, so you can learn from it. And C, so you can teach it. So if you haven't learned anything, you can't teach nothing. So when we have situations where individuals feel like they keep going through the same thing, well, maybe you need to learn (laughs) that apparently what you're doing ain't working. You feel Mm -hmm. me? So once you learn, then you can teach other individuals. You feel me? What you what you got? What you got to work? You got to work with that, Kent. What you think about that? I was gonna say that you know, opposite. I want people to look at it like this too: that oppositions and adversity don't come to break us, but it comes to make us stronger. That's right. So when so when you go through adversity and opposition, man, don't look at it as something that's trying to tell you that tell you down and break you. It's trying to make you stronger, and that's what it did for me. It made me stronger. It built me into the person that I am today. And I tell anybody, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm no different from you. God ain't put nothing special inside of me that he didn't put inside of you. We all human beings. We all the same people. We bleed the same blood. So if I can do it, you can do it. My motto is no excuses. No excuses because I could have made plenty of excuses why not to be successful. We're losing my dad young, my mom young, in and out of jail, prison, drugs, Everything that I've been through, dropping out of school, I could have made plenty of excuses. So all the excuses that they make, I don't, don't want to hear it because it ain't really, it, it's just an excuse at the end of the day. So no excuses, guys. Right on, right on. Hey, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Well, listen, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we will see y'all soon. We will see you soon. And oh, and uh, as a matter of fact, man, we have a uh, we have a message. Want to make sure I share this to you uh, with you with Miss Danielle. She says, if you become virtual, we will love to connect with you in our VA detention centers. Right. So that's in Virginia. That's in Virginia. So shout out. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that's what this is about. This is what the Lions Den is about. You feel me? What's the point of having the show if you can't connect the dots? Other than that, you're just talking crazy. So, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we will see y'all again next week. All right? Make sure you uh, share this and you comment, post, and we will see y'all soon. We love you. Later. Later. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking, on Amazon or www 
www.theblackcollarmindset.com. A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.